Hey guys and welcome to the Transformation Mindset Podcast. I am your mindset coach Lucy and this podcast is to advise you on my best mindset motivational tips, guide you into a growth mindset and share with you any of the best tips I can find in optimizing your mental and physical health. Enjoy this episode guys. Hey guys and welcome back. I'm back with Erin. Hello. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. How are you? <clears throat> it's a beautiful day outside here. It's actually really, really warm for a change. Is it warm or is it clammy? Because for here, here it is so humid. It's quite clammy, but there's no wind. It's actually quite nice. I went out on a bike ride this morning and it was just amazing. Oh no. You know, when there's no wind behind you. Here it is just so clammy. Like I as I've said to you, I didn't get to sleep until about I was up for hours last night just because I was too hot. Like I kept going and jumping in cold water to try and cool myself down. What is the what is the temperature like down with you? Is it really, really hot? Um well it has been, yeah. We've been sitting sort of between twenty and twenty six. Um yeah, it's been hot. It's been hot. <laughs> At the moment, it's 16, it says on my watch, 16 degrees, but we're expected to be 21 today. Um, uh, so <clears throat> but it's, it's sunny with you guys, or is it cloudy? Because it no, is cloudy. It's, it's cloudy. It's cloudy here. 84% humidity. Yeah, that's metal, so, is it? It's pretty, it's pretty damn well, cloudy. We need a summer holiday this year, that's for sure. No, Not like we're it's so anyway. good. We've had such good weather. I keep saying to people, it's almost like... Um, it's like we have got somebody watching over us, like Mother Nature or something like that. And they're like, right, I'm just going to sort all your crap out. You've ruined yourselves. You've, you need to put things back into perspective. And you need to take care of your health a little bit more. But because you're doing this, I'll give you a little bit of sunshine in the meantime. <laughs> so you can enjoy it. I know. And then as soon as we're out of lockdown, it's going to be like, right, here's back the rain back. <laughs> Yeah, back to normal. You've had your bit of sunshine. You've had your moment. <laughs> so normal. Just going to appreciate everything hmm. as much as we can just now. So, mm, yeah, absolutely. I think um, <clears throat> lockdown has lockdown changed my perspective on so many things. I'm the exact some same. good, some bad, some good, some bad. But majority is amazing. Um, the majority is amazing. Like I don't know if I've told you, but I'm giving up my business in Edinburgh. Um, no, yep. you never said. Yep, I'm giving up my business oh, in Edinburgh. Yes. And it's purely come down to obviously the circumstances in Edinburgh were difficult. Um, but um, I was speaking to my partner and speaking to his family and things like that. And I thought, when I'm going back to Edinburgh, do I want to be going back to work? Or do I want to be going back and spending time with all the people that I haven't been able to spend time with the last few months and I'm desperate to spend time with? <clears throat> and the answer was dead easy. I answered my own question. I was like, well, of course, when I go back, I just want to go back and see my friends, see my family, visit some places that I love and not have to be tied down by having to then work as well. And, you know, taking that time at, at the end of the day, I love to work. I love my job but not more than my friends and family. And that's something that I have learned over lockdown because you know, like before lockdown, my entire life was work. Like I worked six, seven days a week, stupid hours. Um, 
I loved my job, but I was, it was almost like a, a hideaway. It was a distraction from everything else that was going on. And I totally tore myself to the ground doing it. Um, my business is booming here um, and it's only just started. So I know I'm going to be fine. That's so- the thing. You can set up a business once you can set it up again. And I think yeah. it's the same with when I transitioned into online coaching. Yeah. I was terrified of leaving the gym floor because yeah. technically you're like setting up another business. But mm-hmm. I then realized like, if I go online and it doesn't work, I can't transition back to yeah, personal again. And realizing that I mean, if, if you can't set up a business once, you can do it again. So you've just got to sometimes take the risk. And yeah. And to be fair, just left Edinburgh and just going with where you are yeah. now. Yeah. And I mean, the, like, and the reason I kept the business in Edinburgh was one because, yeah, it would have been amazing if I could have had a branch in Edinburgh, a branch here and have them both booming and that would have been fantastic. But the person that I I entrusted with the business, it didn't work out. And ultimately, yes, I mean, don't get me wrong, like I, I did have a couple of moments where I did cry because, not because of the business, because of the clients. Like I have built such a relationship, I don't care, with the dogs. <laughs> And with the owners over the years that I've groomed them, I mean, they become like part of your family. Like, even though they're not yours, like they all knew me as Auntie Lucy. They all knew when my van was rocking up to the door. And it was amazing. And it was the most amazing feeling that not only did the owners, but their dogs trust me with what I was doing. Especially when you hear so many horror stories about people who don't look after animals, especially dog groomers and stuff like that. So it was it was nice to have that five-star business that was booming in Edinburgh, in a busy city. Um, however, um, I did have my moments and I did have my little shed of tears and they were like, oh, well, when you come back to Edinburgh, you can always come and visit and I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> um, but it was, it was just so nice that not one of them had a bad word to say about it. They totally understood the, the circumstances. And because I know so many professional groomers in Edinburgh, all I did was contact my contacts and say, look, this was the situation. I have this many clients that I need to put into groomers that I can trust, who can take on what, and I just dished them out to all the client, all the groomers who I know. So my clients were happy because they didn't have to then go and look for something, especially during a time that you can't really get much grooming right now. Um, and it was also people who that they could trust because they were recommended by me. Um, so they were all very understanding and everything like that. But ultimately when I go back as much as yes I would love to see them and I'd love to groom them and everything like that they're not my friends they're not my family and those are the ones that I have been well you know the state I've been getting myself into not being able to and your mental well-being is one of the most important things as well and the fact that you've got a business where you are now it's just it was probably just time to put yeah and I've learned so much I've learned so much from it. You know, I've been able to implement all the, all the lessons that I learned in Edinburgh. See, like starting up here, when I was first starting, you know, like I was kind of having to put my foot down a couple of times with certain things about how to set it up and when to set it up because it was so nice to know, like in myself, I knew how to do it. I know how it works. I know how I was to do it and I knew when I was to do it because I've done it before and I've made all the mistakes before. And 
because I've not made those mistakes, I'm already busy and I'm already creating a good reputation. Um, and it's nice to see, it's nice for me to see that even though I'm starting out somewhere new, all the lessons that I've learned can now be put in place successfully here. And I'll be starting out with a success. I'm not going to be starting out with, you know, all the silly mistakes that you make when you first start a business. We all do it. We all have it. And we all have our moments like how much we're going to get into this in a minute, but how much work we should be putting into it and how much time do we take away from it? Um, how much time do you allow yourself off from it? Because when you're self-employed, technically, yeah, you could work seven days a week, which I did, and it didn't work. <laughs> um, regardless of what I made, um, it wasn't worth it. Um, and I actually, during that time, probably had a lower standard of groom than I did when, like what I'm doing just now, when I'm only booking the few in, raising my prices, but they're getting what they're paying for, you know? Um, so no, it is, it's quite nice that lockdown has taught me so much, so much. Um, and yeah, it'll be quite interesting to hear what you've learned during lockdown. Like what have you learned that you're going to take into the, to the new normality? <laughs> so what I've learned basically is just to <clears throat> take a step back and to actually breathe. Like I'm a hundred miles an hour a hundred percent of the time like I'm back up and down the country um, I'm going here there and everywhere and then I've got all my clients and then I was doing personal training on the side as well as my online business and with being in lockdown it's just allowed me time to actually be in the moment and not because like I'm really bad for just not actually recognizing what I'm doing at that time and that's why I didn't jump back into competing after I turned pro because I wanted to realize the accomplishment that I had actually just achieved because yeah. I'm always going 100 miles an hour. But being in lockdown, it's just made me realize that it's okay to have time to yourself. It's okay to have time with your family and my boyfriend. And it's okay to not be working 24 yeah. hours a day. Yeah, and not social media 24 hours a day either because I think in this day and age we're always glued to our phones, our laptops and our screens and it can take over our lives a little bit that we're always comparing ourselves to somebody else that they're only showing the highlights and I think using this time to just focus on what actually matters has been yeah. a game changer for me. Yeah, yeah, and I, I could not agree more. Kind of the same thing as what I was saying, because you've now realised that work's not everything. And as much as, yes, like it's, it comes down to the fact that we love our jobs. There's nothing wrong with that. We have a job that we love that much that we're willing to literally take, that we've not even thought about time for ourselves because we love it that much. We love our lifestyle that much. Nothing wrong with that. But it's learning that there is more to life than just that. There is more to life. And, you know, when we are at our best self, that is when we can then share that best self with those around us. And we're kind of missing the whole point if we're not sharing that. Um, you know, like I was working myself into the ground yeah, and I were. would be finding myself working and I would be having dinner with my boyfriend. Yeah. And he wouldn't even be 
having we'd be having dinner together, but we wasn't wasn't like having um, dinner together. Yeah. I would be like sitting like doing work or whatever, and we wasn't actually spending time together. Yeah, or That's like if we didn't watch TV, I would be sitting on my laptop doing work. But I think with being in lockdown, I have um, started to take more notice in what I'm doing with my time. So scheduling my day better and putting my phone aside because I would procrastinate quite a bit. So I would maybe do a check-in, reply to a couple of client messages, do a check-in and then maybe scroll through Instagram while the check-in's uploading. Um, and then hours would go by. Yeah. Whereas now I'm like, right, phone time is when 12 check-ins are done. Yeah. Yeah. And then after being like more rigid with my time and being like, nope, this is dinner time. This is the time that we're going to spend together. Yeah. So this is something that Ross is learning because he, again, because he's in the same business as you, um, he, like, we'd be getting to bed at nine, ten o'clock at night and he'd still be sitting messaging people back. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, no, they're not coming to bed with us. <laughs> I was like, There's a limit. Um, like, I'm very supportive in all of that because, again, as much as I've not got a, really a business in the industry, I know what the industry is, and I know what the I know how um, how much it takes to get like how much you need to put into it. But there 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 does have to be that sort of um, I think it's like a respect thing, if anything else. Like, see, for example, like I've always been quite particular about the times that I message you. Because I would never message you on a Saturday or a Sunday evening, ever. Unless it was just to say, hi, how are you getting on? Or blah, 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 right? It would never be anything to do with work. Because I, I, for me, I respect the fact that you've got your own life. You've got your family. You've got your, you've got your partner. And just like when, like I've had, <laughs> Ross, no, no word of a lie, Ross had somebody trying to phone him at nine o'clock on a Sunday night. And it was, even he was like, mm, no. <laughs> like there's a limit <laughs> um and yeah it's just learning that it's okay it, you don't have to do these things if people people if, if you were to turn in and say you do realize this is nine o'clock on a sunday they'd be like ah right yeah okay because there is <laughs> it's a very much well understood that you need that time to yourself regardless of whether you're self-employed or not um and yeah, I, I would have to say I've seen a massive difference in you over the last sort of eight to ten weeks and your whole persona. Like, you're... Honestly, it's made me so much more productive. Like, not that I didn't put in 100% effort to my clients before, but I just wasn't consistent. Like, see, now my business is running exactly how I want it to run. Yeah. Because I know that... I've got certain things to do at certain times of the day. Like yeah. I won't respond to messages after half past eight. Yeah. So even on a Saturday or Sunday, I'll still like respond to messages and stuff, but I won't be doing work check-ins stuff. or anything yeah. at eight o'clock on a Saturday night, which I was guilty of doing before. Yeah. Or I won't use my phone and reply to clients, especially when I'm in bed at night. That is yeah. that is a hundred percent no. Um and just structuring my day and my time. A lot better. Not just so that. It's not just that. It's the, like, the it's not just that though. It's just the difference in, within yourself. 
like you seem so much more relaxed in comparison to how I normally know you. Like, again, yeah. you're very much, like, we are both very much two peas in a pod when it comes down to it. Like, over the course of us being, you know, like, in this relationship together, we've, there's always, we've all been, both of us have been literally heads against the wall 100% of the time, like, just constantly going, 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 going. And whereas now, I can see a massive difference in the sense that when you're doing things, you're so much calmer. You're so much more like just this is this is what's happening right now. It's all good. <laughs> I know. I do. I, I totally agree with you. I feel a lot more at peace, and I in think control. In control is probably the word. Definitely. Um, I think it is something that I'm definitely going to um, work on when we come out of lockdown, in regards yeah. to traveling, etc. As well, because. I am guilty of maybe planning too many things and yeah. then end up going, <laughs> going to like Glasgow, Edinburgh, um, Manchester all in one day. And I'm like, no, just. You also need time. to put into place that it's okay to have people come to you. Like this is something that I've said to you a million times and it still ended up that you came to Glasgow. <laughs> Like, I think it only turned out that I came to you once. But I kept saying to you, I'm happy to come to you. I'm happy to come to you. And you'd be like, no, like, I'll come to Glasgow and we can go and train extreme or whatever. And, like, it's okay. Like, you are, it's, I mean, look at Emma Hyman. Look at um, Carly or anything like that. If anybody wants, if anybody needed that time, you go to them. Like, they'll say, this is where I'm going to be. If you want to have this meeting or if you want to do this, this is where I'll be. This is the amount of slots I've got. That is it. And yeah. you are up there. You are up there. This is why you're so busy. And this is why you're so, um, you have all these people wanting your times because you know what you're talking about and you're good at what you do. So you need to like take a step back and be like, right, okay, well, I have got value. Um, so people will travel to me because I mean, I've said it to you a million times, even though I'm now in London, I would still travel to you. <laughs> I think that is one thing I am guilty of is like I don't give myself enough credit sometimes. No, you don't. You really, really don't. And that's why I'm here to kind of put that back into play for you. Yeah, like you do, you bring a lot of value to people's lives. And um I mean look at like we've um for anyone who doesn't know, we've actually got a, a mutual client at the moment um who won um my giveaway. And even like the stuff that you've been doing for Louise, I mean, she's already making masses of changes and that's what within two, three weeks of working yeah. with me. And um, you bring value and you've got to remember that you, that in, in the nicest way possible, I don't bring the value. Your other clients don't bring the value. You're the one who has the value. You're the one who's given the content and you're the one who's making the changes. Um, so it's okay to say, well, these are the weekends I have available or if you if you harm if if at the one time you're like oh I am going to Glasgow so if anybody wants to meet in Glasgow this is the time I'll be there and if people don't snap up that chance then that's fine the rest of the time they can come to you um and just remembering that you know you don't have to be jumping everywhere for everybody <laughs> I know and that's something that I'm definitely going to yes. take forward that's for sure and yeah. just a lot of time because I, I remember before lockdown happened I had something planned for I think it was like 10 weeks in a row I had like four client shows back to back and then I was on holiday and then I would have had body power and 
It was, it was it was just going to be a crazy ten weeks. So lockdown actually came at probably the right time. Right. Because I would have burnt out completely. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think so. With that, what would you say? Um, what do you do now for yourself that you've not done before? Like, what do you do in your downtime or errand time that you would not have done before? Watch TV. <laughs> Honestly, I never watch TV. Not I'm me. not joking. Ever. And I said to my boyfriend at the start of lockdown, I was like, right, we're going to watch the Marvel series in... Yes! The Yes, me and Ross <laughs> in order. Ross had never seen them. No, but we was going to plan it. Uh, obviously, with my we've we've managed to do three so far, which I am honestly very proud of. Three films in what seven weeks is pretty good for me because <laughs> I don't watch TV at all. Yeah, I'm not joking. So, but we have scheduled one in tonight. Good. So yeah. another one tonight but yeah that's something that I never did was watch yeah. tv it's something that a lot of people will be like what you never watch tv and I'm like no nah. so yeah. but it, honestly something so little like that means so much to me now yeah I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, this is a treat yeah yeah and I mean I think for me I mean, I mean Ross have this discussion is that you've seen so many things and I'm like but really I've not because a lot of the time it's just things playing in the background because when I'm dog grooming like I'm by myself so you get sick of listening to the same music and you get sick of listening over because there's only so many podcasts that come out at a time and when you're when you're listening to it on the, every single like audible that has been my saving yeah. grace. that has been my saving grace I've so I've sussed out in the last um since lockdown I've gone through a whole four days worth of audible books um is my life what's your favorite books what are you listening to at the right, moment right now and this is actually something i was going to recommend that you listen to is buddha's brain buddha's so brain. good so down. good that is what i'm listening to right now and it is basically the whole concept of learning to be mindful which is why i was going to mention it to you because it is literally about learning that they, they go through the whole neuroscience about it but they also go through the fact that like the brain and the mind are two different things and to train the brain you have to train the mind and the more that the mind knows how to work the brain will then re like sort of rejigger itself to work that way for you um, and it's also learning like how to be mindful and having that equanimity about yourself that you are unshakable that your your core is your own and learning that um, just because you feel a particular emotion doesn't mean you then have to completely lose yourself. Um, I, if you like that, there's a book that I've read that's very, very similar, similar to that, and it's called The Chimp Paradox. Read it. Have you? <laughs> it's, it's like the exact same. So basically, good. basically, there's a part of your brain, for anybody that's not listened to it, there's a part of your brain that of fight against what you actually want. Yeah. It's a really, really good book to kind of change your change your perspective on the way you think and the way that you respond to certain situations. Yeah. So I, 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 yeah, I'm going to read that. That, that well, sounds 
that's a good one it is a, it's, it's not too long it's only five hours long so it's not that long a book but it is really good so that one thinking grow rich i've just finished um can't hurt me that's 13 hours yeah is that david goggins david goggins so good that's a really really good book. it took me a while to get into it though yeah have you listened to man search for meaning no that is my absolute favorite book of all time um, i've listened to that book five or six times man, um, what I read, meaning man's search for meaning oh man's search for meaning yeah. and it is about victor frankel who is a survivor of the concentration camps and he talks about the psychology behind how he survived because he lost his wife, he lost his family, um, and he, like it's, it goes into the depths. Like it really gets into the nitty gritty of um, what goes on and what went on. But, and it was never supposed to be a published book. He actually wrote that for himself and it ended up being his bestseller um and honestly like he's actually built his own sort of um concept behind psychology called logotherapy uh-huh. um and it talks about that honestly it's so good so good like i love it so much because it totally changes your whole outlook on life like when you're sitting thinking that you've got it tough and you're sitting weakening yourself to that like that is your choice like our only freedom, our biggest freedom is the freedom to choose how we wish to respond to anything. Um, and we have a space in between a stimulus and how we want to respond. So there's that space in the middle and in everything that we do, having a conversation with somebody, having a disagreement, a decision you're trying to make, there's that bit in the middle that everybody seems to forget that it's okay to just take a step back and actually think about what's happened rather than responding. Um, And he said that that was his, he was at the very depths, he had no weight on him and all this stuff, yet his will never changed because that was his freedom, that was his choice. And it's, oh, life-changing. I'll have to listen to that. That sounds amazing. That Um, sounds really, really good. So yeah, so no, I'm I'm very much uh, an audible girl through and through. I love it. I'm the same. I think um, finding a way of learning that's right for you is really important as well. Whereas reading a book, if I read a book, my mind is thinking about my business or if what how what room I should be cleaning or what I'm going to be having for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Whereas listening to it, I I much yeah much prefer listening or visually learning. Yeah, I agree. I'm ex- I'm exactly the same. And I do think that I'd actually say that's something that I've done more of in lockdown again is learning a lot more. And I've realized that that's actually something that I take great pleasure from. Um, like I've never been, I'm going to, I'm going to be sounding quite self-critical here, but I'm saying it in the lightest, hardest way as possible. I've always felt I'm pretty stupid. <laughs> Right. I've always felt like I'm a bit thick um, and I didn't think, I thought it was because I was a slow learner, Um, but it turns out I'm not a slow learner. It's just, I have to have a real interest 
when I've got a real interest, my brain soaks everything up. So when it comes to talking, like I was just saying to Ross the other day, like I'm going to do a neuroscience um, qualification. Like I want to actually do an open university course on neuroscience because that is something that it doesn't matter how much I read about, how much I listen about all the YouTubes and stuff that I watch. And I love it. I so love what areas would you be digging into? I want to, it sounds really, it sounds crazy. It sounds really, really crazy. But I want to, I want to try and help discover more about the brain because there's only so much that we know. There's about, what, 40% that we know what the brain does. And there's this extra 60% that just kind of sits there. And I want to learn kind of like how you guys feel about muscles and the anatomy of the body. I want to learn the anatomy of the brain. Like I really want to know like what all these different signals are for and I want to work out what I can then take from that to implement into sort of, because I love the whole mindset coaching that I do and the psychology and how I can help people build tools. But I want to know the, the science behind that. Like I want to understand, like, for example, like learning about the hypothalamus and the amygdala and all that stuff I already know, but there's so much more that's going on up there. And I mean, if you think about how much like a baby can learn to swim by not drowning. Like, that's not something you tell a baby. That's something that that baby is programmed to know. Like, you've not told that baby to swim to the surface. Something in the baby's brain, before it's even educated, has said, we need to get to the surface. And that, to me, is fascinating. Yeah. That is amazing. I never knew that. That is amazing, Lucy. That is how you train a baby to swim. When they first go for a baby's class, you chuck them in the water and they get themselves to the surface. They can't walk. They can't do anything. Yet their brain tells them, we need to get to the surface. That is fascinating. I know. <laughs> like, I know. absolutely fascinating. And that's I've never really thing. thought about that before. Yeah. Yeah, that is really interesting. Like, you can't tell the baby, get to the surface. They just know. And... That, like, that's the sort of things that I want to work at. Like, what signal has sent that and why and how and where's it been programmed from? <laughs> because it's literally built within us. And this is why I find it so fascinating about the whole, again, talking about, we were talking about anxiety before. Like, anxiety is literally programmed within us because our the two ways of our brain working we are not programmed for positivity that is something this is why we find it so difficult to be positive because we are not programmed to go towards we are programmed to avoid that is what our whole persona is about is avoiding something that's going to cause us harm or threaten our lifestyle or threaten our survival and that is our natural way of living and that is why we find it so difficult to be positive especially about ourselves and it's so fascinating to learn the science behind that so that when it's exactly like if you're teaching somebody to lose weight right there's 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 the the box standard way of doing things but then somebody like yourself who's better educated into how the body works there are more weight, there are more things that come into come into the whole aspect of getting there. It's exactly the same with training the brain. Like it's it's so it's yes, it's dead easy to turn on someone will don't think like that. No, that's how they're programmed. So it's like if you can learn the science as to how 
that's how that's why the brain works that way you can then sort of break it down and then come at it with a set of tools that actually work and that your brain will actually listen to because that is how your brain is programmed and, and i find that fascinating that is fascinating i love it i'm really excited for you yeah i actually love it oh, that's amazing yeah and this is what i was saying that like I thought I was really thick <laughs> because things at school and stuff, like I actually got applauded for leaving maths. That's how thick I was. And, and my teacher actually applauded me the day that I decided not to do maths anymore. And I thought, okay, maybe I'm just one of these people that are just stupid. <laughs> and it turns out I'm not. It turns out like I, I can soak up knowledge and I do, I do have knowledge that a lot of other people don't have. Um, and I'm able to learn things that, but again, it's down to what my interests, where my interests lie. Exactly, and yeah. that. That's the most important thing that you actually are interested in the subject that you're learning. Yeah, yeah, of course, absolutely. So learning that, that's the other good thing that's come from all of this is that the more I've been spending time doing these things, like I've been doing the Muscle Mentors course, and there are some areas of that that I love, and then there's some areas of it that I really I, I listen yeah. to it and I've been learning and I have picked up a lot of things, but it just doesn't sink in the same way. Doesn't sink in the same way. I'm more about nature and which again that's completely mind blowing. I didn't realise how much I was into nature. Um but I've been doing reading up on all kinds of like animals. Like last night because I was up, there was like this weird noise coming from the garden. So I got up and I'm sitting researching like what that animal is. <laughs> Try to record the noise on my phone. <laughs> Honestly, That's amazing. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea until lockdown. And um, but I absolutely love nature. I absolutely love it. Everything about it. But it's really good to see that you've got interests outside yeah. of fitness. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean that's the thing That's is like, important I love, as well. I love training. I love fitness. I love being in the gym. It's undoubtedly the best thing that's ever happened to my life. However, it's not the best thing in my life. And that's, again, something that I've learned that nothing will ever take away the gym. Nothing. I will always train hard. I will always work hard. And I love that about myself. I love my lifestyle. Nothing will ever change that. And for a long time, as you know, like I was a bit, because of the friends group and my family and they didn't quite, unfortunately, my dad's side of the family, they, they were all for it because they are a fitness they, they're all in their own way like my grandma's cycled literally to her grave um tennis to her grave um you know my dad's always played squash and football and you know they're all a lot like my auntie's a freaking karate master like we're, <laughs> we've all got our own thing but we're all fitness we all like our gym stuff and Whereas a lot of my friends and stuff, whenever I was making decisions, we all go through it. We all go through it, making decisions as to what we wanted to eat and we didn't want to drink and we didn't want to do this and we didn't want to do that. There was always that question as to, well, why? Or why are you doing that? Or why are you having that instead of having crisps? And it like not questioning yourself, you know you don't want to do it, but it's that added pressure that we all go through at the beginning of this. Um, whereas now again with lockdown and the appreciation of gym and fitness and being able to have that access and having that freedom to do these things nobody will ever take that away from me again like I know what I enjoy doing and that's that's it that's the end of it but 
it's nice to know that there's more to me than just the gym. Um, and I've got so much potential to share with people. I sound so fucking big-headed saying that, but I do feel like I've not reached my full potential yet. Um, and it's nice to know that. It is nice to know that. But, um, oh, I'm proud of you. It's amazing seeing you evolve over the past couple of years. Yeah. You've just yeah, well, it's so nice to see that you've evolved. Because you've, like I said, like you've come on leaps and bounds from when we first started. Um, and you're, like I say, you're so much more in control and your knowledge is just insane. Insane. It's one thing that I absolutely love doing in my spare time is educating myself. Yeah. Especially around like a menstrual cycle and female hormones. Like that's the area that I love digging into. And there's so much valuable information out there. Yeah. Like I love reading um, like articles and um, test studies. Like I absolutely love digging into all of that, which is good. Yeah, no, and uh, the thing is, like, I think um, you'll actually quite like the podcast that I just did with that Ian that I was talking to you about. We did a podcast on the menstrual cycle, and he went into the whole sort oh, of... Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, so that's going to be coming on is the this podcast. Last one? No, no, it'll be coming on the podcast this week, um, and it's only okay. this part one of a series, part one of a series, because we're going to do a whole series on female's physiology, because um, it's something that fascinates me as well. Um but it's like, um, again, talking about the brain, this is, we got into this and it is in the podcast, but I'm going to give a little spoiler here. Um, we were talking about how you stop having a period because your brain tells you you are not healthy enough to conceive a child, yeah. but not for the child because it is a threat to your life. Because if you are not ready, there's a chance you will not um, make it through the pregnancy. Obviously, it's different now because we've got um, we've got all the medicines and the hospitals and stuff like that that we didn't have way back when. But it's programmed within our DNA that if we are if we are under any form of stress or if we are under any form of the bot the the amygdala cannot tell whether it is a stress or whether it is a a health problem. Your brain can't tell the difference. Which again, that's something that I'm looking forward to diving into. But um. That is why your brain tells you not to have a period because the chances are you might not survive um, survive the pregnancy. So your brain actually stops you from being able to conceive for your life. That is why it does it. It's so that you can survive. And I find that amazing. I know. Absolutely. That's all going on within your body without, without your knowing. I think that's fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Anyways. But anyways, yeah, so that's that's going to be coming in one of the episodes. So when I when that's posted, I'll, I'll share it to you. Yeah, let me know. We'll be doing a series of that because this one was just more basics, very, very basic. And then we're going to be doing a lot more sort of diving in deeper to, to episodes, which is very exciting. I'm so excited for all of that. But I think to finish this off, what would you reckon? Okay, I'm going to go at this from a slightly different angle. For other people listening, that kind of look up to you because there are many um what would you what advice would you give people if things were to go back to normal tomorrow if things were to like say you could snap your fingers lockdown did not happen we woke up tomorrow and we were back in our lifestyle back in january 
what advice would you give people now that you probably wouldn't have given them January? To appreciate the people around you more. So we revolve our lives around social media and um, trying to be 100 miles an hour. And I think it's just super important that you just remember who's around you, your family, your friends, and make sure that you make time for them in line with what your goals are, whether that's fitness, gym, education, make sure that you are making time for the people round about you. Because yeah. once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know that sounds really <laughs> dull, doesn't it? But it's true. It's like so the people true. round about you matter the most, more than what how hard Sally down the road's working on her business. Like you've got to be in control and work as hard as you possibly can in the, your business, etc. But you've got to remember that it's okay to take a step away and be present in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I could not agree more. Like I said, my hope my grandma that it's my grandma the reason that I'm not working when I go back yeah. home. As exactly that, that, that's the thing if you're it's so good that you've done that because if you went back to edinburgh and then you're working 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 you maybe only get to spend like an hour with your grandma yeah i would i would never have forgiven myself regret being like why was i so selfish yeah and that's, that's and that's exactly the thought process because obviously before lockdown was a thing the whole plan was that i was going back to edinburgh a week a month to work on the business and that what a time when you think about it what? like a week a month oh like a week going to work for a week out of your month is a lot of time yeah exactly over and, a longer period of time and that was so selfish because it, it is it's selfish because I mean my family and my friends and all that stuff will be missing me and the idea that I'm then coming back just to work I'm not coming back to see them I'm not coming back yeah, to yeah. spend that time with them I would have but that is not the reason to them why I was returning and I would have been knackered I would have been knackered so they wouldn't have been getting me when I come back they'd been getting the tired leftover me that's at the end of a work day and that's I they deserve more than that and um they deserve to have that time and I deserve to have that time with them um you know that it's just about then because I'm the one who's left at the end of the day <laughs> so you know it's, I think it's just super important just to know when to put your foot in a gas and when to know when to ease off a little bit like yeah. this um hashtag no no rest days or whatever it's not healthy no that's like, not it's no rest days or grinding um 24 7 grind or whatever these shit that is all over social media like it's not healthy no. and it's not way to have a successful it's not sustainable it's not sustainable it will catch up definitely and i think it's just really important just to be like okay this is my work time and this is family time yeah love it love it love it love it well i actually really enjoyed that episode really enjoyed that, was that. Really, really good. yeah so i think um everybody knows where to get erin but i definitely think we'll get another episode on as soon as possible for you all because i do know that my listeners love listening to us have a good natter 
no i love it as well i love coming on and i think it would it just it's just so easy like we've been on this call for what nearly two hours is yeah. it nearly two hours we've been on this call yeah more than an hour yeah yeah more than an hour <laughs> yeah and we've just chatted and it's, it's so nice again that's because we because we get on so well it just totally reflects on the podcast and that's what a few listeners have said like it's so nice to see a coach and a client have such a good relationship and just like chat like normal and we can have a good giggle and yes yeah, it is it's really really nice and it's always good to have a good catch-up as well um yeah. for sure but i shall definitely get erin on the next episode as soon as possible for you all um, and we'll catch you again soon guys